And now, Capital 263. Welcome to Politics and Beyond on Capital 263. My name is Christopher Farai Charamba. And I am Tawanda Henry Beatsy. And welcome to another podcast of the premier political podcast in Zimbabwe and beyond, now in London town. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm I putting your business we, on the streets. You're just putting my business out there. Yes, we keep relocating, obviously, you know. Um, now that we 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 have a a new a new new dispensation, <laughs> yeah. a, a truly new, new dispensation. Before before before, I think the last episode we hadn't there was there hadn't been a swearing in court case. All of that hadn't happened. So now we have a truly new new dispensation, and uh, we we want to be closer to the center of power in London. Ekaka anti Dogne Zimbabwe Embassy. Exactly. Also, who's pulling the strings, Ka? We have a new ambassador coming, Ka, from 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 the UK. So and then Lord Haynes, uh, 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 ad agency is based in London as well. <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying about this? What what is this ad agency? I'm I'm not sure what you are talking about. <laughs> I mean, I just see people writing letters in the, in the Mail and Guardian and Financial Times, and I wonder how they get their access. <laughs> It's a new dispensation, because we are re-engaging with the international community. Yeah. Um, on that note, uh, swearing-ins, uh, what are we talking about today? Yeah, today today we'll uh, touch on a couple of things. We swore in ministers. We swore... Uh, no, we didn't swear them in. Ministers were chosen. Um, they'll be sworn in on Monday, so we'll discuss um, the new cabinet. We'll discuss um, the the... Open quotes, people's president, closed quotes, um, Nero and his moves and some of the things that are happening there. And um, we will discuss the new parliament. Yeah. The ninth parliament. In brief. Yeah, the ninth parliament and what what is expected of it um, in brief at the end. So we can jump straight into it. Um, Who are our cabinet ministers, uh, Mr. Charam? So we have... Oh no! Now and then the list decides. Okay, there we go. We're back up. Um, so, finance and economic development. We have Professor Mtuling Mube. Defense and war veterans. We have Opa Mchinguri Kashiri. Local government, public works, national housing. We have July Moyo. Foreign affairs, international trade. Sibusiso Moyo. Public service, labor and social welfare. Sekesai Ndenza. Uh, industry and Commerce, Mangaliso and Lovu, Home Affairs and Cultural Heritage, Kane Matema, mm. Higher and Tertiary Education and Science and Technology, Professor Amon Murwira, um, Primary and Secondary Education, okay. Paul Mavima, Lands, Agriculture, Water, Climate and Rural Resettlement, A. Marshall, Pe- Chief, Chief A. Marshall, Parents Sheet. But wasn't she, she didn't say retired Chief A. Marshall, Parents Sheet. Yes, that's the one. And then Mines and Mining Development, you have uh, Honorable Winston Chitando, Energy Empowerment, uh, Empower Development, Joram Kumbo, uh, Transport and Infrastructure Development, uh, Joel Begim Tizua, Information, Publicity and Broadcasting Services, Honorable Monica Mchangwa, uh, Information, Community, Communication, Technology and Career Services, um, Honorable Kazembe Kazembe, Environment, Tourism and Hospitality and Industry, Priska Mfumira, uh, youth, sports, arts, and recreation, a name I can pronounce, uh, Christy Coventry. <laughs> 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 Health and child care, you have Dr. Obadiah Moyo, um, Justice and Legal, Parliamentary Affairs, Ziambi Ziambi, Women Affairs, Community Small and Medium Enterprises Development, uh, Onyobo Stemisio Nyoni. And then we have Minister of State and Provinces, um, Harari is blank on um, noticeably. Um, Blueo is uh, Judith Mwe. Uh, Mashonland West, Mary Muliswa. Mashonland's um, <laughs> go ahead. You can take Mashonland East. <laughs> Mashonland East. <laughs> Apolonia. Apolonia Munzerengi. Um, Mash Central, Monica Mavunga. Manika Land. Yes, Manika Land, yes. Ellen Kwaradzimba, yeah. Midlands, Larry Mavima, Mashingo, Ezra Chadzamira, Matt, Matt South, Adbendiko Nube, and Matt North, Richard Moyo. 
Then you have two ministers of state in the offices of the vice president. Honestly, still wonder what these people do. But um, in Vice President Chuenga's office, you have um, Evelyn Glovo. Mm-hmm. And in Vice President Mohadi's office, you have Davis Marapira. And then we have 13 deputy ministers, defense, Victor Matemadanda, local government, Jennifer Mklanga, public service, Love Moma Tuke, industry and commerce, Rajesh uh, Modi, home affairs and cultural heritage, Michael Madiro, primary and secondary education, Edgar Moyo, Lance, um, there's two, Douglas Karoro and Vangelis uh, Haritatos, yeah, um, mines and development, Polite Camp. Kamba Mura, Energy and Power, Magna Mujikiwa, Transport and Infrastructure, Fortune Chassis, Information, Energy Mutodi, um, that's Information Publicity, and then Information Communications Technology, Jerry Fan Musuere, uh, Youth Sports, Arts and Recreation, Yokai Simbani Gavi. That's yeah, it. Bringing the total list to 45. That's your, that's your, so there's um, yeah. 14. Plus two is sixteen. It's, 40, it's forty-five altogether. Plus ten without Harare, so it's actually forty-five 44. or forty-six. Yeah, plus there's two kaku lands and water. Oh yeah, you're right. Actually, you're forty-six. Um, and so forty-six minus Harare, so forty-five currently. Yeah, forty-five currently, and which I mean I haven't done my research, but it's uh, comparatively leaner than the last. Um, well, I, I suppose, yeah, I suppose under Mugabe you had 33 ministers, um, and that's just ministers. Um, yeah, so altogether I'm plus, sure it's, it's significantly yeah, now. Alt- yeah, but I think just off the bat, um, deputy ministers I don't think are necessary. Um, I think... Yeah. I, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have included deputy ministers. You can go with twenty cabinet ministers, and then all. And then I think at the public service level, or at the civil service level, rather, you you then compensate there. So if you need people, you know, you 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 have your principal directors to to run the ship in that in that regard. Yeah, but, but you know, you'd assume for something like agriculture. Yeah, you do need. You'd need strong uh, people running things like GMB, running the you know team job action auction floors. Those yeah. parastatal state organizations are essentially yep. deputy ministers, and the minister should be working really close with them. And yep. that's how most countries generally run it. Is is you know appointments your 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 tra- your appointments your reserve bank governors essentially translate as an example as a reserve bank governor. You have the similar type appointment structures across the parastatals and. And and things that fall under these line ministries, but yeah, it's uh, it's yeah. Why was Arada left out? Let's start there, and then we can talk um, about the more so interesting appointments. I I actually have no idea. Um, I I suspect it could be a couple of things. Um, one is you know obviously is NPF not big in Ararika. Um, so who do you appoint there? But I think it could also be leaving the post open for, for to to then make a justification for leader of the opposition in Nelson. Or alternatively, you could you could you could. Um, this is gonna seem personal, but it's not. But the other conspiracy theory from the opposition side is that they're expecting a conviction and a by-election in Harare very soon. From a former minister's constituency. Okay. So the Harare is being left open for tenants Mukupe. God what, no, please. This is what this is what the opposition grapevine is going. But I I think that um, justification for leader of opposition is as good and is as good and uh, conspiracy theory it, it, as I've heard. Yeah, it was my it it was my first thought. I don't know how. Um, I just I have not. Uh, confirmed or verified with anyone so i just thought you know they're leaving it open so that they can find how a way to to fiddle with it um but we'll see we'll obviously we'll get more information as as time goes on um overall just the make of it i like it i think that this cabinet is a lot different in a lot of respects to the cabinets that we've had before. Um, and there are obviously key 
ministries that needed to have the right people, and I think some of them um, definitely got the do, right people. Got the right people. So we'll start obviously with um, finance, economic development. Professor Mtulingube, um, you know his his CV is 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 Solid. quite impressive, quite extensive. He's you know got PhDs from Cambridge um, in financial mathematics. He, he's um, He's been a lecturer at Oxford. You know, worked at the AFDB. He's lectured at Oxford. Um, he's, you know, chief economist and, yeah, chief economist and um, vice president of the AFDB. So he's well accomplished. And I think that's what we need in the finance ministry right now. Our economic situation is in dire straits and it needs somebody who will give it the requisite level of attention and i think he's definitely got the profile to do so whether he'll be allowed to make the tough decisions um i mean he's come out and said that we need to scrap the bond note yeah that's one of that's one of his recommendations i'm not sure how that translates um, To to a policy to a policy or in the immediate um whether that's something that can be done without increasing productivity and ensuring that there's enough U.S. dollars in the market to cover the gap, yeah. um, but obviously, because my he, yeah, he must have a plan. You know, <laughs> like I'm not I'm not the one to come and tell somebody How with his to... level of qualifications that no, he shouldn't do it because he obviously knows what the risks are involved in such a decision. But I'd like to believe. Yeah, that's my question: is he knows what the risks are from an outsider's perspective? I think when you get into the office and you are presented, because there's brilliant economists at the Ministry of, of Finance. They are there. They've been mm. there. Um, some of the smartest people in Zim work in, in that ministry. Um, when you are presented with the facts, um, you, you, you might find that ideologically what you had decided to do might be a lot more difficult than than it was when you're outside and you're looking at it from you know a semi-insider's perspective obviously he would probably have been getting some information but he might not really know how deep a hole uh zim is in um which a lot of people sometimes we you know there's lots of things we don't know that's and then true. there's and also competing interests as well in, in terms of how because it's it's a political appointment at the end of the day your 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 the policy is going to be crafted at 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 ultimately at presidential level at cabinet level they'll discuss it but also president answers to Politburo so how he's going to have to balance that it's a balancing act and I don't know how he's going to be able to do that it it. it it most certainly is a balance and an act, and I appreciate that you know there's definitely there's definitely stuff that he's not aware of. Um, but again, I hope that when he make, is when he has a full appreciation of the situation that we're in, he can also adjust his thinking um, to what needs to be done. And I'm sure that whatever plan he comes up, I hope that whatever plan he comes up with, he's allowed the space to actually do some of the things that he needs to do. So, for example, we need to. To cut um, our expenditure, you know, the budget needs to, the uh, percentage of the budget that goes to, to paying workers needs, yeah. to salaries needs to come down, which means one of the tough calls is people need to be fired from the civil service. And the Zimbabwean government is, is the biggest employer in the country. Second, it, it is. And Econet is the second. So it's, 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 uh, <laughs> it's, a, it's going to be tough. And that's an it's, unpopular yeah, decision. And a very unpopular decision, but there's only so much that they can do without doing things like without that. without making such a sacrifice. And I hope that you know it's a tough call. I hope that they're willing to to it's make it and find through. a way to do it systematically. Um, and you know, whether I, I I wouldn't know. I wouldn't want to be in such a position. Yeah, but it's it's what the country needs if you we're know, looking towards the long term future it it really is what we need you know i'm the one reason i'm afraid of this um appointment from mm-hmm. i think people that listen to the podcast it's not going to be the usual i'm very for this cabinet so it's not going to be the usual backwards and forwards i'm actually more afraid of the fact that he's a technocrat the fact that he's independent it's if in three years' time, we've had some form of recovery, and then there's a, a, a sticking point with him, and he resigns. 
that is would be such a massive hit to the Zimbabwean economy. It's actually such a mass. If he does job to the level that I expect him to do, to the level that I hope he'll be able to do, and he then gets to a position where you know we saw what's his name, uh, um, Uyweku, South Africa, the finance minister when he was fired by Zuma. We saw how much that affects the economy. So it's it's a confidence building thing putting him there. But if you can't keep him there, um, which I'm mm-hmm. afraid Zanu can't do, if you can't keep him there um, by being flexible, by being malleable, if the politics overtakes, as we've seen in other, you know, you know, in either technocrats that have come into similar roles, if they can't keep yep. him there, the level of damage it will do to an ailing and recovering economy is going to be catastrophic. And that's my biggest fear of this. So mm. I'm not even afraid of him being able to do job. He'll be able to do it. I'm more afraid whether Zanu can keep him in that job. And 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 those are something those are some of the things that, you know, are important. But I do suspect that this such an appointment has been made with the IFIs and with our new for new old foreign friends um in mind. In in mind. And I say this because so for so um the the United uh, Kingdom is sending a new ambassador. Um do you know who Melanie Rob Melanie Melanie Robinson? She starts in January, uh, January 2019. But um, her career has been spent at DFID, which is um, yeah, I think course, it's the, um, the Department, Department of, Foreign, of um, Foreign International Development. Development. Yeah. So it's 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 essentially their their aid and it's, um, it's um, USAID. It's the British aid British equivalent of U- yeah aid and 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 development. Um, that's where her career has been, um, and she was the World Bank Group Washington Executive Director for the UK. So this is a targeted appointment. They're not sending somebody who's coming to just be an ambassador and you know have relations. They're sending somebody who's coming to look one look make sh- this is a developmental project, a World Bank project. Make sure I think that we. Um, get our books in line in terms of the IFIs, and also she's there to protect British interests. It's yeah. clear that the British are interested, but not to protect, in putting to money build interest, British to, interests. Yeah, to to build, sorry, to build and protect and make sure that we have all our um, macroeconomic ducks um, in a row factors. Yeah, in a row and and aligned to so that it, when that then happens, they they know that they have. That security. So I think these things are aligning, and it seems that they're all quite coordinated. To me. yeah, I'm talking about coordinated appointments. Um, Minister of Youth is a youthy. Kitsi, kiri, mudidi, mudidi, Kiri. Oh man, yeah, that that I think was the biggest shock and biggest surprise of. Of this cabinet, I, but it's when you, you could, think about it, you, it's a no-brainer. Well, yes, no, obviously it makes complete sense. I would have done it. It, 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 it. Um, Olympic gold medalist, I most decorated see. African Olympian, right, right. Um, young, a a celebrated individual. They, she's no one in Zimbabwe Can has anything bad, bad to say about Kirsty Coventry. And if you do, you're just a hater. That's it. Yeah, and and to use the word that's been bastardized by your party, she's patriotic in the truest sense of the word. No, she, she really is. In the truest she sense really of the is. word, she she's she's been a a champion for Zim even in the toughest times. And yep. And yeah, I mean, look, I I have no, I've, we don't we don't even have to spend much time on her. She. She, in terms well, of running a ministry, I, I don't know how she's going to be able to deal with the, with the, um, uh, with the Chiangwas of this world, with the cricket boards, with the, with all those people. That's probably her biggest challenge. And then obviously so, with your youthies and a and a AC and a ZYC, I don't know how she's going to be able to deal with those people. Um, but in terms of that's everything else, I'm sure she'll be okay. <laughs> Now that's the thing. I think, um, yeah, she definitely has a lot to deal with in in different spheres. But I think one, she's the right individual to attract investment in sport. Yeah. Um, 
two, I think she, at the start at least, she commands a certain level of respect. And you'd just hope that that can translate into my um in into something though obviously there's there's a huge challenge and you're right you know there's sport in zimbabwe is is extremely corrupt extremely corrupt and how um, how do you take away because ioc icc gives zim cricket about 24 million dollars a year if you started looking where that money goes <laughs> Most plays for Zim Cricket International if you if you actually listen to the stories about where that money goes, and if she even begins to unearth some of those things, these are your Ozias Butes of the world. These are people who are politically connected. Is is she going to be an activist in that role, or she is going to be passive and just smile and go to the events and be essentially a tourism ambassador? That's the real well, question. So, so, so so now this is this is what needs um she should be out the timber. Well no, it's it's who is I want to know what I'd be interested to know is who suggested her in terms of appointment and who does she get to lean on to get things done. Because they she she, she needs to have an ally, whether it's you know the president or the vice president, but she needs to have an ally and say, This is what I'm trying to do. So and so is blocking me. How do I get through? If that, if if it comes to such a situation, my you know what I mean. Like there, there's some brilliant authors there working in OPC that got her and Sensei in Zenza through. I think that my understanding is that it's through General Moyo and Ed himself that these appointments got through. It's through OPC. Uh, well, then you know that's that's the first part of call is whoever is there just needs to be making sure that. When when things need to get done, she has the the right level of support, yeah. and and because because you have people, the Chiangwas of this world, and all of those who are institutionally deep in some of these sporting institutions, that they tend to take mm-hmm. advantage of them. They, those people are going to have to be reined in, and if it needs the president himself to do it, then he needs to come back for his team. He is the one at the end of the day who selected this team. Yeah, because he's going to have job because, uh, yeah, he's in trouble. Um, just because time is moving, um, any other interesting things? I mean, obviously, there's the Dr. Obadiah Moyo and the stories coming through about his fake medical degree. Um, it's not the first time we've had a fake doctorate in or medical degree in, in, our, cabinet. in our cabinet. <laughs> um, my understanding is that even with that fake degree, he's been quite a competent manager at Chungiza Hospital. He's just happened to lie. Do you know why um, <laughs> it 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 wouldn't be a Zanu cabinet if there wasn't a dodgy degree. <laughs> yeah, was, um, you know he's got no, an infill no. from on, in medicine from the University of Zimbabwe, a degree that the University of Zimbabwe has never offered. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, I, I honestly I I don't. I've heard good things about the way he's run Chitungiza Hospital. I've also now obviously there's a lot of things coming out. Also to say that you know he essentially privatized the hospital and that's why it's run so efficiently. The first thing I'll say is I'm glad that David Parenyatu is no longer our minister. Yeah. He'd been there for too long. He'd he'd done nothing. He performed badly at at his job. What I do hope and and I I, I I'm Obadiah Moyo my knowledge of of him and his work is limited but i do hope that he he is able to find a structure that works there's a lot of things that our health sector uh needs one it needs doctors two it needs medicine three first thing it needs is money so yeah, i think he's his real job and what he's done well at to his hospital is um, a lot of the funding and stuff that came through Chitunguza Hospital was through organizations like TFID. He's very astute at finding aid. And mm-hmm. the Zimbabwean um, medical system, I've actually done, a, and I, I wrote something for 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 um, an assignment at some point, um, is primarily funded at the moment. And the same education and health in Zimbabwe is, is largely funded through... Um, through international donors, through DFID. I think DFID has put about $25 million per year since in the mm-hmm. last 10 years in our health system. Um, and that's in the regime of sanctions. That's in the regime of we're not helping Zimbabwe. So there's an opportunity there to... Because I'm not going to lie, I don't think that government has the capacity to to fix the health system 
without outside mm-hmm. help. What they need to do is accept it. In the same way David Colt had accepted educational help and, and managed to sort of resist, resuscitate the education system by just going to donors. And they'll be very happy to do that. Um, that's his job. I don't know if you have anything else. Um, for me, I'm very... Yeah, no, I- I, I think that's 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 about it there, and I and I do hope that you know again he's given the leeway to to carry out some of these tasks yeah. and and also um, support from from other places um, from the people within his ministry and also just reorganize the the different departments. So whether it's the the medical board, medical control authorities of Zimbabwe and all these other boards, so that everyone is functioning. At you know, the same level, you know, and he needs to level. manage expectations. He needs to be available because doctors strikes, right? They're going, they happen everywhere in the world. NHS yep. nurses strike, right? Yeah, doctors. It's managing expectations and being available. You need to be able yep. to talk to workers and and explain why things can't happen. Doctor Paranyakwe is, you know, even without being a minister, was was part of this family. He was too aloof, um, and he was bad at the job and also a thief. Um, <laughs> so. And one one of the things I don't know if it's you know this falls under under his ministry, but and I think it's his as well as the public service ministry. Kwaseka in Zenza is um, Pismas. They're gonna have to sort out that that entire institution. Yeah, um, the thing is, once they start, this is my problem with all these things. You know, we're working on time today, so we won't really go into it. Is everything once you start. It will eventually be a situation where too many people are being burned. So it needs to be in a situation. I think where they're going, they need to just say, okay, guys, the eating has stopped. We're not going to look at back, but right now so, the eating has stopped. Well, uh, obviously the eating needs to stop, right? And uh, Because if they start with Pismas, you know where the Pismas story goes? <laughs> That's why we cut the dube never went to jail. Auntie George Charamba has been asked about his Christmas um, involvement as well. Yeah. Multiple um, times. Moving, anyway, look, moving on, I'm very happy about <laughs> Joel Big Mutiza, uh, Matiza, sorry. Um, uh, JB, JBM is actually an urban planner by career. Um, mm-hmm. He was a lecturer at the University of Zimbabwe in urban planning. And he's transport and infrastructure development minister. That's a very good, um, that's good a appointment. Good, there. Good appointment. Um, Sekai Nzenza, I, I'm, I'm not too certain about her. I know she's an author. Um, she's lived in well, Australia. Well, she, she worked. She yeah, has a PhD she, she in worked, international relations. Um, she worked for World Vision as well. So, um, you know, she was in the in the NGO sector Um for, for for a while it's it again i think it's you know pulling in from 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 that aspect and for social and, and welfare support. yes I think, but i don't understand about public service and labor i thought you'd want a an uh, a more because that's it's my salaries and and especially if the minister of finance decides to fire people she's going to have a hell of a job on her hand dealing with my redundancies dealing with my payments dealing with my lawsuits and yep. you know what I mean. Social welfare, yeah, I understand, no. and and but in terms of that public service commission, which falls under a ministry, she's in trouble there. Only disappointment for me, Joram Gumbo. Not only, but one of the biggest ones, Joram Gumbo. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't see his value, especially any energy and power development. That's that's a big one for us. Yeah, that's you know that that's a that's a key um, economic Minist- ministry. ministry. Yeah. Um, and, st- and, um, st- uh, and women his, affairs his, and small medium enterprises. She's been there forever. She's a dinosaur. She's done nothing. Yeah, she's not going to bring anything new. That was an opportunity missed. I think Fortune Chasu should actually have gone. Maybe not women affairs, but she, small medium enterprises or community, if you had to. But I think you know you could even you know who who could have done it as well is um, Rajesh Modi. Yeah, um, but who's the deputy industry and commerce? Yeah, and that's the thing. It's a doubling up of roles because that's what Modi knows. That's what he's going to be doing. Um, yeah. So I understand the need to have a women affairs uh, ministry, uh, but I, I definitely don't think that appointment was necessary. Um, Opa at Defense and War Veterans. Um, look, she's a senior member of the party. 
she's a war veteran um she's a woman she obviously is not going to be pulling and calling anything about defense but she's you know it's it's i think it's a good you know what i think it's 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 a good appointment in the sense that i was very worried about chuenga and one of the things that this does is it removes him from defense house that's the first thing but also it gets somebody who they you know ed knows is loyal you want loyalty in defense defense is 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 a key area um and you does know it, now it, i think does it really remove him from defense from 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 defense house when victor matemadanda is a deputy yeah but you see matemadanda is 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 a war veteran um and obviously they are in 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 they are together in 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 endeavors but it removes physically at his least physically he's further away removes him from from the corridors like he'll have to leave his office now he vacates now he has the vice president's office so i think it 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 creates a bit of distance and hopefully there now is some sort some level of some level of um distance and autonomy from from, from him yeah Because and then that sorry just to time I'm, yeah. no, I'm no that's fine then monica mtango i think ed basically appointed both chris and monica assuming kuti ministerial duties are spread uh, are shared via the bedroom <laughs> because it's, it's that that ministry is now information publicity and broadcasting yeah. services it's a very different yeah. ministry if you actually think about it there yeah, that word because he's now both the government official media. spokesperson as well as uh, runs NBC and ATC yeah well what to be fair what i've always known about this ministry is um it it really doesn't matter who the minister is as long as George Taramba remains the, the permanent the, secretary the, the permanent secretary because he 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 really just runs that ship but um and on that point though i i'd like to take a look at who the permanent secretaries for these 20 ministries are and they're going to change and they i think they are going to change i know some of them have been retired or were retired a couple of months ago um it will be very interesting to see who is appointed because that's where you also get an um an idea of how the the systems are going and to run i think I'm they afraid. do need to change That's why I'm afraid Gutambiso will borrow this number because there's a very distinct possibility that you're going to see an retired Emash or an retired all being put in those ministries because I, I, that what would make sense that's what I would do if I was Chiwenga in my head right I would yep. I understand how governments run I've been on joke for the last 20 years right I would yep. fight for control of the institutions so I'll say you can appoint whoever you want for cabinet but if you have my person in your office and i'm just this is just from you know having heard stories about how it is to work with a a, pr- a permanent secretary that doesn't like you in 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 yeah. in um uh, in, in government in government if you talk to yeah. david coltard about fazima eri's father and just have that conversation with him he, he, he will tell you how difficult it is to work with a belligerent permanent secretary so if we then see an retired general an retired air marshal an retired army commander being put in these permanent secretary roles then you know kuti this was a, a smart and brilliant compromise that they came to in terms of the um the optics of it yeah no and they'll right. keep everyone um, happy and um and maybe i i don't know this is you know look i'm 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 very happy about this this ministry i really hope this cabinet sorry i really hope they allow to work um anyone who is is I mean once bitten twice shy and I can I can understand why you wouldn't trust Zanu. I don't trust Zanu. Um I know institutions need to to change for anything to actually happen but it's individuals that choose change institutions. It's not institutions just don't change overnight. Um That's I think true. I think if there's enough if 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 it's a situation where Politburo is being run from OPC from government um Sheikh Sheikh House is being run from the government in the same way Tabo Mbeki ran ran Lutuli House from the government houses is fine but if it's the other way around if it's a Jacob Zuma situation where Lutuli House is running government houses then we're in trouble but uh, and 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 that's a big threat because you have you have the Chinamasas the Obit Mpofus and um Supermandwazirs who are no longer in cabinet but could end up you know having senior positions in the Politburo obviously some of them already do and who then has the control um, yeah. what 
what what is more important is the cabinet or politburo giving instruction um exactly. and and that's where you know and, that's, and that's, those, and those that's, are some of the big issues that's the distinction that we haven't had in zimbabwe where you know, even the days Politburo would sit on what Tuesday and Cabinet On Wednesday, Wednesday Politburo would sit on Wednesday when ministers were supposed to be answering questions. Yeah. So if small things like that don't happen, if 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 they don't happen, if they don't if those things don't change, then essentially we've got window dressing. And I'm I'm sure they will change gradually, but but I must say I I am glad though. That Superman wants yeah. that's not a minister. <laughs> um, for those who are sensitive in hearing, please cover your ears. But fuck Superman, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm so happy. Ah, oh, <laughs> uh, wow! I I was I was shocked. That was a big shock for me. To be fair, of of people left out. I'm quite glad. And then obviously the orbits and um, Chinamasa, yeah. Parinia. But people don't realize how um, toxic Super Mumbenge was behind me. the scenes. Like Super was. All these old Madaras, I, you know, you sort of give them not even a break. I mean, I hate, like, you, it's not okay, but yeah. they offer certain ilk and a certain generation, right? Oh, you can't yeah. look good in a suit and be such a thief. That's why I don't like Terence Mukupa, I don't like Super. Because <laughs> it's wrong, okay? It's wrong. No, but you know what? It, 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 for me, the big thing about, about them was this is a, this is not that Madara generation. Yeah, it's more it's dangerous. generation it's below. More dangerous. And That's why Super is so wealthy because he's dangerous. It's a, and it exactly, it's the culture that just perpetuates. And then below that, you had upcoming the Chipangas and the ACs of this world. Ah, Zimbabwe was going to be in the worst place. Yeah, um, so, I hope AC's yeah, but, fortunes fall with Super. AC, remember that recording that Super sent to AC to record? What's his name? To record James Magam. JCJ. Mm. <laughs> um, cool. Auntie, no, but Auntie AC is now of the church. I know what I can do. No, I think I can do Kumasabata. I saw him getting baptized, but oh, that's a no, story but for I think another that's day. Because he wanted to marry his his, his 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 baby mama. Anyway, oh, is it? Anyway, look, <laughs> look, AC AC has been anyway. Look, let's let's keep yeah. moving. Um, sorry, just on a note to I know Ali probably doesn't listen to this, um, but there was this big argument about the University of Success, Sussex and how it's a bad university. Uh, Melanie Robinson, our new ambassador, is from is an alumni of the University of Sussex. So Wait, does. why was there a discussion about and did I, Sussex? And did I, someone, I think, what's his name? That journalist who went Naba. to... Yeah, 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 was arguing with Alina and said, yeah. said, I went to the University of Sussex. I've been I've flown to London a lot of times. Then yeah. Ali said, what is the University of Sussex? It's, it doesn't produce academics. It's nothing. So I'm just saying if Ntava should have known Kuti... Could he, the new... Interestingly enough, just the president of Costa Rica, the new president, and um, the the minister from Botswana, the thirty one year old, mm. uh, they both went to the University of Sussex. It's actually got quite a uh, uh, yeah. quite a big alumni. So you should have pointed there. that out. But I know Vangovaro. People are laughing at him now. Was Ali? If they put Ali at ZBC, I'm going to be angry. Uh, yeah, I, I, I honestly don't know. I saw that, you know, creep up on the timeline. I think I'm going to do some investigations and we can we can find out about that. All right, we've we've done about 40 minutes, so let's see. Gaga, gaga. Um, yeah, gaga, gaga, Sorry gaga. to everyone who we're rushing through things. We're just trying something <laughs> new. Um, yeah, so the MDC. Um, Alliance. Obviously, <laughs> Alliance. Uh, yes, the alliance. Obviously, the their principal um, Nelson Chamisa rejected the court ruling, um, the supreme, uh, the constitutional court ruling that um, declared Emerson Mnangagwa duly appointed president of Zimbabwe um, over this whole V11 thing, and um, now he has come out and said that they. What what exactly is he saying? He says we shall take action. He hasn't quite said what what the action will be, but um, they held their first rally yesterday, which was Saturday. Today is what? Today is Sunday. What's the Today's date? Sunday. The ninth. Sunday, the ninth of September. Ninth of September. Um, yeah. So so they held they held their first rally yesterday, and um, essentially, you know, he said that they they they've rejected the results and they shall be. 
making decisions based on what it is that the people want and um, that an illegitimate government, he tweeted, an illegitimate government cannot set up a legitimate cabinet even if you have two good apples um, the, oh, and the rest oh, are rotten. Oh, rotten. Um, and then I think you, he, did you yeah. Hey, go ahead. Uh, um, I was I was going to say on the on the flip side is um, Ed ha- had a, had an opinion or a, a, an article in the Guardian um, in which he was extending an invite to so Nelson to be the lead the leader of the opposition, and I think that would now be an official appointment in whatever capacity, whether uh, whether they add it to the constitution or they set it up somehow through parliament. Because obviously Chamisa is not a parliamentarian. He wasn't elected to parliament. So he has no standing in, in the house. Which is why um, that argument about the minister the minister of state in Arare has been left open for some sort of deal is, is pertinent. Yeah, um, I think so. But I mean, look, he, he definitely put himself in a corner and he... He, oh man, let's see how honest I want to be. Um, <laughs> the problem with the MDC alliance and the problem with mm-hmm. the MDC has been that it has put itself in a corner with, with certain things. Mm-hmm. And while there's genuine belief, and I do have genuine belief, that the election was far from free and fair that the mm-hmm. election was far from a level playing field. The mm-hmm. discussion now needs to be, how do you move forward? Now, mm-hmm. one opinion is you simply concede and you keep going. Another mm-hmm. opinion is that, as we've seen, people's memories are fairly short. So going around doing a thank you tour and a consultation tour is an essentially a way of leaving structures. And it it shows um, Chamisa in his best light, essentially. Um, that's, mm-hmm. where, that's what he's good at. Um, when he was organizing secretary um, 2013, he was, he was... If you compare uh, uh, um, organizing secretary right now, who's been running all these rallies, and Chamisa, you can tell the difference in what an organizing secretary does and, and, and how your skills are used. So putting Chamisa in front of rallies is your best foot forward. Um, but now the job of building structures. So I think they're slowly walking themselves from the brink um, in a Raila Dingo way because Odinga does, uh, they're fairly close. Um, mm-hmm. Do I agree with that plan? Do I agree with that? No. Um, simply because um, horses for courses, uh, you need to be more adaptive in your criticism you need to be more adaptive in your in your plays um the problem is with too many arsenal fans you are like arsene wenger who says we will win when we play like we play whereas if you're playing a different team you can no longer play like you play you have to adapt to what's happening and 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 win that way but you know i think they are more of the opinion that we'll play how we play and the problem is now is that is you have a semblance, and I'll keep it short. You have a semblance of, of the moral, the moral justification for your position when you genuinely believe you're in the right. It makes mm-hmm. it a lot more difficult for you to accept anything but your your way. When you sure. are basing your whole entire political identity on the moral on the moral upper ground, it's very difficult to compromise because essentially that means you're compromising your principles, you're compromising your moral, your morality. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And, and that's the position they've put themselves in and they have to find a way to get out of that. More importantly, uh, what I'm more concerned about is what's happening in the youth league. That's the real fight. Is Vondo going to take control of the youth league? Is General Shearing Consensus going to take control of the youth league? Are you going to see these young guys come through, these young, smart, brilliant guys who we saw come out in the elections? Ostalos, mm. um, you know, Anatonda, Moyo, Ana. Actually, I shouldn't even, he wasn't even there, he was just drinking. Um, but I'm drinking. <laughs> but, and I'm Marco. But I mean, generally, there's, 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 that's where the real fight is. There's an ideological fight for the youth league. And yep. there's an ideological fight for the party as well. Mm. Um, mm. His leadership, his leadership credentials are going to be super challenged. Um, I think in, uh, in keeping the essentially the vanguard 
MDC versus the revolutionary, you know, EFF-like um, model youth intelligentsia that's there. Yeah. He surrounded himself with those Wafana, but they don't have any political base. They simply were close to him because they're smart. Yeah. But the kids with political base, the people with political base, besides Joanne, are all in parliament and upvote. All those people. Yeah. How do they go forward from that? And that's why the real fight is Zanopi until 2023, it's going to be in parliament and it's going to be in the newspapers. And right now they win the newspapers. Yep. They need to fix emails. So, so, so now this is the thing: is that, um, and and you you you're right on this, um, you know, fighting the moral fight. Um, but to to what end? How long does this last? How long do you keep people in election mode? And this is what you've done with your supporters, right? But at, as as things go on, so parliamentarians were sworn in, um, and parliament will open on the twenty fifth of September. And it will be Emerson Mnangagwa who opens parliament, who you say is an illegitimate president, right? But your parliamentarians but, will be there. But they've been sworn in. When parliament opens, if they go, that's a terrible decision. But they've already been sworn in. They don't have to be there. They, they, that's true. They don't have to be there. Because they've already been sworn but, in. Them missing that day has nothing to do with the parliament is run. They've already been sworn in. They're it, duly elected. They're sworn in. So they, should yes, be, they shouldn't I, be I, there. I completely, I completely agree. But then it... it, it, it if they don't go, and then they go to subsequent sessions, right, or they go to ministers' question and answer, you are then acknowledging that the people appointed as ministers are the ministers. Yeah, I'm just saying in terms of, I mean, in terms of optics, so, it's now no longer a... I mean, a it's, it's, that level is it, cool. We agree on that level completely. They've already legitimized the legitimate as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because if they were no, fighting so, results, they should have fought all of the results. But, but I'm saying, just the optics of ha- having a half-empty house, the opposite. Oh yes. Oh, so every time Emerson is there, they can just say we don't accept you as president. That's cool. I, but in terms of I, running and, and a parliament, we can. I, I, you see, obviously, there's they they can do that in terms of the optics. But w- where does this end? What exactly is Chamisa's? What is he looking for? Um, what question. is he looking for? What is he looking? Um, to happen in the sense of he went the legal route and the legal route shut him out. Um, if he goes demonstrations, which he is obligated to do, for how long is that going to happen? Yeah, and that's, um, that's why we're... That's why, in my humble opinion, I think that he needs to walk himself back off the ledge with these rallies, and I think his rhetoric is going to... He's going to do the, the theatrics of uh, self inauguration same with Raya Odinga that's yeah. what I see you will do those theatrics which look whatever you know essentially it's what happens it's African politics now we must expect the same yeah. thing from from the opposition as we expect from the ruling party and that's what's just going to keep happening mm-hmm. why I'm what I'm what I know is powerful is in terms of the fact that he knows now that especially in Harare and Blue he can organize a demonstration which makes the parliamentarians a lot more powerful mm. when there's unpopular policy, mm. particularly if the economy stays at this level. So he needs to to know that he can wield that power. And I'm not talking about peaceful demonstrations. I'm just talking about just demonstrations. I'm not talking about the seventh or the first of August. I'm not talking about that level of demonstration because I don't. I genuinely don't don't think that's that's what that's okay or that should ever happen again. Um, sure. Uh, particularly the the reaction, but he he's got that he's got he's in that position where if he accepts the lead of the opposition power position, right, his duty is yeah. now to keep them honest and as a last resort, organize because there will be times where yeah, it's well, necessary. Obviously, obviously. Do you and, think, and it's the same way he... when we were marching against bond notes, the MDC under Tsangirai should have been forefront and center, but they weren't. Yep. 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 You were I, there, I completely agree. but they weren't there. Yeah, how could yeah, someone from the world be there? <laughs> 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 but something, think, things like you, decisions like the bond note should no longer happen without the opposition putting their foot down and saying no, 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 no. And then so, we'll, so you think, so you think he should accept like a, a Malema role? He's he doesn't he can't it's it's now it's it's now you know it's now de facto it's now de jure it's happened. 
Well, if well yeah, him, no, but he, he's he's yet to come to terms with that. He will eventually, and it's now. And once and once the people in parliament start working, you have brilliant brilliant orators. Joanna no sorry, never mind. Join like you have people who <laughs> in parliament can because there's now social media. There's now these these videos are gonna come out. You've got actually a yeah. powerful weapon. If yeah. even or you just let your 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 voices be heard. You know, I can't wait to see you know, um, you know, SB Moyo being told off by by TB in parliament if he, if they come to question time. And those are the things you need to do. Yeah, no, that yeah, I think those are some of the things that actually. What's what's interesting is who's going to be elected speaker of parliament. Um, yeah, actually, um, we have about ten minutes to go, guys. Um, okay, yeah, it's going to be um, an, an but, hour but, long. But, but, but um, yeah, no, I got, I agree on 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 those things for the MDC, and it's interesting to see what you know what so, happens yet. I do honestly think that one, they need to sort out what the alliance actually is. I think they should go to a congress, um, elect everyone that needs to be elected, finalize the party structures, and then, you know, move forward and say, um, what is our role going to be Do you know? now? Obviously, because, it, as you said, it's de facto, de jure, this is what it is. Do you so know? now you need to actually establish yourself. Do you know where he should be having thank you rallies? Mm. In Mutoko. Because those 8,000 people, those 9,000 people that voted for him, in UMP, are the bravest people in Zimbabwe. Which you yeah, yeah. is an MDC support. Those are the places you should be going and saying there were 500 of you in this constituency. Well, that voted did, for didn't me. he say that I was in Chikomba and I was in this place? Yeah, and look, the I, people there told I, me, Kuti. <laughs> look, put it on live stream it and we'll believe you. Um, but that's where you should be. That's where you should be. No one cares in Chitungiza. Chitungiza is, they obviously love you there. Go to UMP yeah, again. Sure. Go back there and say, okay, one, we, lo- we, 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 you voted for me. We were, even if you keep saying that narrative, but thank you so much. Yeah. We're not leaving you. This is after the election we're here. And do it once or twice a year for, until 2023 and see how many people come. And, and see what, what changes. Um, sorry, we were speaking about Speaker. Apparently, Speaker doesn't have to be a member of Parliament. It doesn't, yeah. That's, uh, that's tricky. Not really. I just wonder who they'll appoint. Asha, you know, to be fair, it could happen, but hasn't he been speaker before? Yeah, I think. I'm actually, I think you're the one person that's very happy that he's, he's no longer a minister as Patrick. <laughs> I think so too. <laughs> I genuinely think he genuinely could not be bothered. <laughs> I think so too. I think I'm going to Patrick was just like, cutting a lonely figure. Uh, yeah, no, you, yeah, it, it was tough. You know, I wonder, see him in Snapchat's blows. I see you read some blows. Um, you're saying sorry? <laughs> no, I wonder who they'll appoint a speaker. Um, and 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 what, what, how, how much, or how strict the speaker will be? I think this whoever's elected speaker needs needs to be a partisan speaker. In the sense of. Ministers need to get sanctioned for not coming to question time. That's just it. Like, there are certain things that the House shouldn't allow to happen. And if we have a, a strong House, and obviously ZANPF has two-thirds in, in the one side of it and not in Senate, but if we have a strong House or one that is, you know, I, I like the fact that you have the Timber Melissa was there because Timber Timbers likes the likes controversy, lives for controversy. And that's the thing. Um, you have a lot of young Anaozias Vute, these people out to make a name for themselves. Yeah. And a T B are out to reassert their 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 position. So debate is going to be lively. Now the big question is what is Zanu's legislative agenda? And that is it. and that's something a competent opposition will be asking. Um this is I'm just seeing from from here, like we know beginning of parliamentary year that's the big debate. That's on the news. That's everything they're talking about. Is what is the ruling party's legislative agenda this year? Mm. And they will put their priorities. Oh, we want Medicare. We want to do tax reform. One we want thing. To do this, and then it, already the ideas are being debated. And that's something that we need to start. 
because one thing that I hope that the that the new parliament champions and and the the parliamentarians actually you know get on um, Ziambi Ziambi's neck or this is aligning the our laws to the constitution. That is something that needs to happen, and that is something that needs to be talked about regularly, um, so that it's actually being done. Because a lot of the loopholes exist simply because our laws aren't aligned, and yeah. we need to to sort those things out. And that's that's um, but. <laughs> The the, the the parliamentarians also need to understand what those you know what I mean. There needs at oh, least yeah, now there's yeah, some yeah. information, but there needs. Uh, what's missing is is these retired justices, these legal experts shouldn't be so part. And I love Momadugu shouldn't be running for president. They should be writing opinion piece after opinion piece of what the law is on all this alignment, because it's very difficult to align laws that will only be understood in the context of a court case. So it's very difficult mm-hmm. to align, like, uh, this is a sim- very simple example, and it's a very obvious example, right? But mm-hmm. um, the Constitution says, you know, marriage is between a man and a woman aged 18 and above, mm-hmm. right? And the reason it was put that way is to stop, you know, men and men and women and women marrying. Yeah, yeah. But the Marriage Act says marriage is between two consenting adults or with the consent of the parents, people under the age of 16 or whatever, right? Yeah. Yeah. That wouldn't come up until a situation where you try and marry off a child and then she says, no, I can't consider you to be married. And yeah. this is a very simple, it's a very simple basic example, but there's so many more complex ones that the, the, the conflicts aren't even apparent until they are challenged in court and in the constitutional okay. court. And going to constitutional court is yeah. so expensive that the legislators, and this it's difficult. Even you know, constitutional lawyers don't even know the law, as we saw by Fulton Prukram and Kilkum. Well, so, so 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 this is now from from what from what I from what you're saying and um, what we need. And I don't know if there's a provision for it in the constitution or if if such a body exists. But we need a law review commission. We need people who are actually hired to sit down, look at our laws, and make sure through the justice ministry or whatever. That's what the uh, Ministry whether of Justice Maduku, should be doing. It's yeah, well, job. whether, 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 well, you, you obviously this is uh, a lot of work. Huh? Yeah. So you want to set up an, an actual body that is aligning. That's uh, their role. Could you? That, that guys, they, we've exactly. got. We've got these 500 legislation, 500 pieces of legislation to align, 200 pieces yes. of legislation to align. This is the order we're doing in them. And, 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 and this, this it's simple your, things. Sometimes it's just languaging. It's just language. Shall we? And, uh, and, you, and you're sitting down and you, if you're appointing Maduku to say, Maduku, you are the you know, chair of the commission or whoever you're finding and saying, right, sit down. This is your team of however many people you need. Get to work. Yeah. And, yeah. and then produce, and then produce it. I think that's what needs to happen. I think, I think that that last line is is what we just basically to conclude the 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 podcast for yeah. the cabinet. Let's get to work, guys. Get, get to, to work. work. Get to work. Those now those that are Shandai. I'd slam my excuses. I'd slam my excuses. You have a brilliant cabinet. We don't want to hear any nonsense anymore. I, we and, don't and want I excuses. That, Just get to work. I hope, I hope that the media, and uh, this is going out to my big pal Caesar Jai, holds these guys accountable. I, I mean, the, the, the time for sycophancy is, 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 is long gone. Yeah. Now, now it's time to get to work as well in the sense of actually, you know, making sure that the things that they say are the things that they do. Yeah, that's and that's it. And that's the thing is, look, there's this, people, we don't need, Zimbabwe doesn't need a positive attitude. As important as people would say that is, we don't need a positive attitude. We need transparency, we need integrity from the people in power. I don't have to feel positive about the outlook of Zimbabwe for Zimbabwe to do well. Don't Don't keep, stop telling us to be positive. We just need transparency, integrity, and hard work from the people that have been voted into power. What my yep. attitude is on the country should not affect the outlook of the country. I don't care who you are. Yeah, and that's, that's they... my, my simple argument is that don't... That's, that's it. We just need people to do their jobs and to work hard. 
my attitude yeah. will eventually change. If I'm, I'm not even talking about my personal shit. I'm just talking about the narrative around the negativity around Zimbabwe. That's wrong. Yeah. People should be you should be more concerned about what their leaders are doing than what the supporters are doing. And that's that, actually. And that, uh, yeah. Well, this is a, a a whole different thing, but I completely agree. And yeah. um, we it's, we should all be. We should all just you know. Put our heads down and and get to work. Those those that are in positions to do so. Yeah, and that's full it. Stop. Full stop. Just don't tell us what you don't. Yeah, <laughs> stop retweeting <laughs> someone with fifty followers. And saying, look at the, the state of opposition supporters. Look at the state of Zimbabwe. No one cares. You guys are in power. <laughs> Do your jobs. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's, that's that. All anyway, right. on that note. I Thank you so much. Uh, Do your jobs, guys. Good. Even Mimi, if, even if you're a Ikoko. Which, <laughs> Kwa Uri Ikoko, where you're listening. Kwa Uri Ikoko, do your job. Yeah, iwewe. Iwewe, you, do you. your job. I'm talking to John. I'm sure there's a John who listens. You, John. <laughs> Na Samsung, na love more. Na, we, we see, we see. All right, all right, cheers, guys.